Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the amazing folks at HypeBot.com. As always, thank you Bruce and everybody at HypeBot for everything you do to support the podcast. Uh, Jay, so I think there's some pretty big news. We're recording yeah. this on Thursday, May 9th. Uh, yesterday, uh, article yeah. dropped dropped on, on HypeBot. Yeah, speaking and, of hype bot. Yeah, right? so let me let me just read it. it it's sure. it's, a, it's about pledge music. We we've talked about pledge music a number of times in the past and their current financial issues and everything else. Yep. Well, this isn't good news, people. Uh, the article is pledge music to enter administration as sale falls through. A prospective sale of pledge music has fallen through and the company will enter administration, the UK equivalent of bankruptcy, sources with direct knowledge of the situation tell HypePot. Um, UK-based corporate advisory FRP will be nominated to administer a court-directed sale of all assets, which would be used to pay artist, merchant, bank, sword, row, and company, and other creditors. Um, Pledge Music recently sold subsidiary Noise Trade. We talked about this last week to Paste Media for an undisclosed sum. Uh, the company has suspended all crowdfunding campaigns on the site in February, leaving hundreds of musicians owed between $1 and $3 million. <laughs> uh, how much money will now go to pay off artists is dependent on the sales of the assets with any secured creditors at least partially paid before any payments to artists. Um, and then they go on and, and variety, talk about how Variety lists some artists that had contacted them and how much they were owed. So the right. the, the takeaway, for, first, I think, let's, let's, let's be upfront, Pledge Music has not made any statement yet. So th this is coming from HypeBot, who has sources with direct knowledge of the situation. Right. And they also have a piece that they wrote, which was an apology letter from Benji. Benji, ben ben Benji the, one of the co-founders of Pledge, shared his basic I'm sorry letter. Um, it's a great read. Head over to HypeBot and check that out. Um, yeah. Quick takeaway, the most important thing, and, and I did this immediately before even I wrote, read Benji's article, Get into your Pledge Music account right now and download all your data. Whether you're whether you're it's it's done, fulfilled, and finished, whether you're before it goes away. done, but you haven't got your money, go in there and download all of the data that you can from Pledge Music. They'll give you the files of, you know, here's all the people who have pledged, their names, addresses, their email address. Grab that data now because at any point in time that access could be gone. So, right. Um, but but I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to make sure everybody understood that pledge hasn't made a statement on this yet. Yes, and also pledge music has a group of preferred providers. So if you have your own, uh, you know, whether it's disc makers or you know whoever it is, if you have your own you know, partners to make your T-shirts, socks, pennants, CD, vinyl, whatever you were selling on Pledge Music, that's great. But a lot of folks, one of their preferred providers was Bandware. And Bandware is now reaching out to people because when you 
do an agreement with Pledge Music, typically if Bandware and some of these other providers are making your materials, you're actually signing an agreement with them. You sign the agreement with Bandware, not with Pledge Music. So they reached out to me about my client owing them money and not even though pledge music owes my client $30,000, they're reaching out to me going, you owe us this because you signed the agreement with us. Now I will tell you that the folks at bandware have gone above and beyond the call. Let's be clear about that. They have told me we're not going to sue you. We're not coming after you. We just want to work together. If you do another campaign, will you think of using us, you know, so we can kind of help get whole. If you have leftover stock, will you work with us? You know, we'll still do a great split where we just take a small percentage, but will you let us help you sell that off so we can at least get partially whole? So I don't want to come off as a, you know, I'm attacking bandware or these other partners. I'm not, they, they need to make a living too, but you're right with pledge music. They haven't officially made any announcements. I was dealing with them up until the bitter end. And they kept saying things like, you're going to get paid. We're going to take care of you. My client was not only doing a great campaign, but he went in variety magazine and if you don't mind, let me let me tell you what, what he said. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I know you commented and I commented on an article that Hypot has called Artists, Music Industry React to Pledge Music Bankruptcy. And they quoted both of us in there. I don't know if you've seen it I yet. I haven't seen it yet. But um, it's you'll see it if you just go to Hypot. But here's, here's what I had, and, and bear with me for a second. It's just a paragraph or two. My client, Roger Joseph Manning Jr. from Beck, Jellyfish, Imperial Drag, not only entered into a comprehensive campaign with Pledge Music in good faith, but he also went on the record in the press, in this case, Variety Magazine, about the success of the partnership, encouraging others to use the, the platform. Here's what Roger said to Variety Magazine, quote, Pledge Music has been nothing short of amazing for me. They have proven to be the perfect forum to coalesce my pockets of fans worldwide, alert them to all the ways they can participate in the creation of my new musical offerings, and establish regular communication and exchange for future projects in the years to come. It is exactly the type of model I've been waiting for to move upward and onward for an artist of my current notoriety. I can establish regular mass communication directly with my fan base and have them literally guide and inspire me as to what they would enjoy hearing from me next. Bypassing traditional modes of music commerce has allowed artists and fans like me to cut to the chase and get to the musical heart of the matter on our terms. And I wrote, after this incredible testimonial, Pledge Music went completely dark on me and Roger. They have yet to reply about the $30,000 they owe him. And I said, I honestly don't know how they sleep at night. Yeah, uh, and 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 listen. I mean, my my client, Big John Hart, um, <coughs> former security guard for Kiss and Iron Maiden, yep. um, used Pledge Music to successfully fund his autobiography, and uh, he's owed significant money from them still. And the communication was an issue for us as well. Um, early early on in the year, it was a little more 
open about communication, like right around when the issue first surfaced and blew up. Um, but since then, it's just gone downhill, 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 to the point where whenever the, the, the business partner for Big John would get a communication, it's like, yeah, don't worry. We're, we're structuring it. You're going to get something. You're going to get right. something. And I, I finally was like, listen, um, I got to kind of advise you. You're not getting anything. They're stringing you along. They're, they're, they're promising this to everybody. And, to get them and off their back. To, to, to just get you off the back because they can't do anything. They've got no money. They can't do anything. And, Let me, yeah. and, 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 and what I wanted to get into a little bit here is, so, you know, if you've got a, a great team behind you and a manager and lawyers, you might be able to weed your way through this a little better because you've got some people with legal knowledge and expertise. But there's a lot of bands who don't have that. Yeah. And 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 as I said in my comment to Hypebot, um, Big John Hart and so many other artists are right now left wondering, what do they do? Yeah. This is all foreign to them. This is scary to them. Um, you know, they have no idea what bankruptcy means to them. Um, if will pledge, they get it, pennies on the dollar? You know, will they get totally they, stiff? Yeah. If if Pledge Music owes you. Twenty thousand dollars, but paid you five already, with fifteen outstanding. Do you have to pay back the five thousand they already gave you? What happens to that? What's the responsibility there? There, there's, there's so many unknowns in this space right now. What, what we do know is that what bankruptcy means, um, and as the article on Hypot said, they're going to sell the assets, and assets are everything they've so already started right? they're, they're, they're selling everything from the the technology on the servers that somebody can just buy it without the pledge music name because they're going to relaunch their own version of a crowdfunding campaign they can sell the name pledge music if there's any it's value left it but that right. that's the point everything is an asset everything down to the desks and the chairs and 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 and, and i know this because many years ago I worked with a company that went into bankruptcy, and and I was there through that transition. Yeah, um, everything gets sold, but all that money gets thrown into a pool, and basically the creditors, along with a a bankruptcy judge, determine the payout. And usually, that's always going to mean you're never going to get a hundred percent payout. Never. You might get lucky to even get 10 cents on the dollar, you more than likely will probably end up with nothing because right. they, they prioritize these creditors. Creditors meaning people who are owed money. Everybody from the individual band who's still owed $150 to the telephone company, which is owed tens of thousands of dollars. And I, and, and I don't know these numbers, so I'm just using this as an example. But they prioritize that payout. Well, I think beyond the money, um, I think some of these folks would be happy to just not get zero. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of great quotes from this piece on Hypebot. Um, 
the first one is from uh, Chris Castle, who we've had on the podcast, and you know, from Music Tech Policy, and he's an attorney, and he's very smart. He had he had one line, and that was, "There's really only one question in these situations: Where was the board?" Yeah. Right. So the whole mismanagement thing. The people this who have oversight have oversight right? on on this, companies. This is a swelling crescendo. People saw this coming. And that was the first thing that caught my eye. And then uh, Ariel Hyatt uh, from Cyber PR had a, a really great quote, which is, the worst part is it breaks the trust that fans have with their favorite artists and musicians, work very hard to create these bonds. Sadly, it will make many hesitate before supporting other crowdfunding campaigns. You know, I, I, I would comment on that and this is just coming from the experience with my client big john hart because we've been very open and communicating to his fans and especially those who have pledged the situation that's going on what we're trying to do um we've had no um issues with fans getting angry at john in this situation oh, that's great they, they understand he's getting screwed uh, even more than the fans are getting screwed. The fan who spent $39, um, yeah, isn't happy, but John is owed significantly more than that. So they're, they're not upset with John, but they've lost the trust in crowdfunding. And, yeah. and I think that is, is the bigger Absolutely. issue, whether it's now Kickstarter, Indiegogo, anybody Patreon. else, Patreon. Anything else where it's crowdfunding, a crowdfunding model, there is serious concern about it. And, and you know, right, rightfully so, because, uh, you know, maybe it's time for all these other crowdfunders to come out and say why this will not happen on their platforms. How are they set up as a business to prevent this from happening? Right. Because we don't know that. I mean, we as... As a fan, when we pledge something on a Kickstarter campaign, we don't know. We're, you know, how it should have worked. I mean, financially, if you look at the model, it should have worked, and it was working. They had tens of millions of people that were coming uh, to pledge music. It became like the new Tower Records. And if you look at the model, because you're getting the revenue up front, pledge music was taking 15%. I think that's what it was across the board. And these partners that they worked with provided a service. It seemed as though as long as they didn't overspend on their office space and their uh, salaries and whatnot, that this could have been and should have been a profitable venture and was for some time. If, if you don't mind, I wanted to read just a, a little part of Benji's apology letter because, you know, I don't think anybody is blaming Benji Rogers. I mean, no, I'm, I'm or not. Or even Dominic Panacea, who you know was running it for a long time. He has a great deal of respect in the industry. It's th this all happened not on their watch. Let's be clear about that. So with Benji's letter, he goes to all of those affected by the situation at Pledge Music. I wanted to share an update uh, to my last posts. I went back into Pledge Music just over three months ago as a volunteer to try and help the board and turn around and sell the company. But I'm sad to report that this effort has not met with success and that Pledge Music will shortly be heading into administration. 
it's just heartbreaking. It 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 it, it is because <laughs> you know part part of what my comment was as a fan. I've used it many times. You've used it many times. Yeah, I love it as a fan. It was amazing as a fan. I've oh had gosh. I've had past clients who've done successful campaigns Me to too. completely fund solo albums and everything yep. else. So. I, I loved the concept, but you're you're right. The something happened because it should make sense that you look you, at it on paper, you, Michael. You, it you, makes you sense stay financially. Strong financially. The model but, is is sound. But and I can't remember if I read it somewhere or I heard it or it was a speculation. But basically, what they were doing is the money that was being pledged to an artist was not being put into escrow which well which no would, it just goes into one giant wait, account wait, and they wait, keep a ledger right but 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 what that means is oh i know es- it's not bespoke and an escrow account means oh, i understand that money yeah. no i'm for for our listeners the yeah, money yeah. goes into an account that can't be used for anything it sits there it could draw interest right. but it sits there you can't use that money to fund to pay off another artist anything else right it's it's a float basically you've gotten but at some point in time, that float has to get released back out to the artist. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Pledge was not doing that. The money was going the money that was coming in was using to fund, grow, and expand the business. And therefore they were they were using new monies coming in to pay people that were owed money. So you know it You just it, described that Bernie Madoff <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. And and, and again, I can't remember where I, this might've been in somebody's article that I read that was suspecting this is how it happened or what happened. But if, if all of this money that was being pledged to artists was put into an account, an escrow account that was kept safe, this wouldn't happen. No. And I don't know the how they work st- on the back end, but the, I don't think that's how it was working. The, the company could still go out of business because they just weren't making enough money to manage their operations. But the artist would have been able to get the money in each es- each escrow account, or the one escrow account, but right. the money that was just sitting there gathering right. interest. And, here and you so go. with their partners, like Bandware and these people who were um, basically creating products in good faith saying like, Oh, you, you've got pledges for uh, a thousand vinyl. We created the thousand vinyl for you. Here it is. And then they get stiffed by pledge music as well. Yeah. 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 So I, I still think at some point in time, there's going to be some sort of an investigation and not, I'm not talking criminal. It's just an, like an investigative reporting into what the hell happened wh- how did this happen yeah what what was the <clears throat> turning point that caused this to happen did somebody's decision that this was the way we were going to change our financials cause this to happen has yeah. it always been this way and it just got to a a certain mass level where it just collapsed on itself I because mean, for all we know Years ago, when Pledge was working great, it still was run this way. It just maybe was, it was able to support itself. Right. I and mean, look at what Chris Castle said. You know, it, it to me, like somebody was asleep at the switch, whether it was a board, I don't know. But what I would like to find out is what did you know and when did you know and it? When did you know it? 
And when did you when did you alert people? You know, did you know about this two years before the news broke? And did you take on new campaigns knowing that you weren't going to be able to pay the money um, just to get that revenue flowing through the company? I don't know if, you know, look, I'm not saying that this was nefarious. Um, I'm just saying that there's a lot of questions. And to your point, I would love to see some investigative journalism or a documentary about what the hell happened. Yeah, how did the, how did this implode? How did such a a loved business before this imploded oh my god pledge i loved music, it everybody loved pledge music. you and i were raving about the cheap trick campaign and how amazing that was and the accidentals campaign was fantastic and i was seeing i would go in there every week just to see what yeah. campaigns were launching and they had an email that went out i believe they told me it was to like seven hundred and fifty thousand people which is a lot for an email list and I would get that email and their open rates, they didn't give me the exact number, but they told me it was way above industry norms. And I believe that because that was rarely an email that I deleted or passed on. I, I had to look right. yep. and see because a lot of the stuff that I love, like some of these, you know, whether it's hard rock or jazz or, you know, um, Americana, I mean, a lot of these bands that I love there, you don't find them in the mainstream, maybe, you know, across, you know, the DSPs or retail the way I would like to. And the magic of Pledge Music was it served the super fan. Like I could get an autographed Cheap Trick drum head. How yep. cool is that? Yep. I could get, you know, these lyric books from the accidentals. I could get things that I couldn't get anywhere else. And the last thing I'll say about that is what made Roger Manning's campaign so special was all of the experiences and memorabilia. And the experiences were, he'll take you in the studio and record with you. He'll record on your song. You can do backups on one of his songs, or you can go record shopping at Amoeba with Roger. I mean, these things, like, can you imagine if you were in high school and you could go record shopping with Gene Simmons or Freddie Merc Mercury? You would have sold your car. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I loved Pledge because... As a fan, it was the coolest way to support the artist I like and know that the money was going was, to them. Was, was supposed to have been going to them. The bulk in theory, of the, right? the bulk of the money. Right. You know, not not just walking into, you know, Target and buying a CD and realizing a, a royalty. Re realizing that, you know, yeah. if they're all recouped, they'll finally start making a few pennies on every sale. Um, no, this was artists literally were getting major money out of this and Direct. as a fan i was getting cool updates as things were happening yeah. i was getting very cool merchandise or experiences um it, well let me it, ask you this michael if given what you just said and given what i just said it seems to me there's still a passion for this business model do you think in your heart of hearts that someone could come in and make it right and actually look i know there's a, a huge debt load let's put that aside for a second but i'm just talking about the concept the business model do you think is it dead in the water do you no. do you think that somebody could actually fix it I, I was actually thinking this yesterday as i was reading this and the first thing that hit my mind is a real smart startup business person is out there right now going this is a golden opportunity for somebody to step in and create 
version two of the the music crowdfunding. I don't want to say Pledge Music point two point because pl the the name Pledge is dead in the water and has terrible reputation now. But everything else that they did, I think somebody can come in here, do it themselves, almost identical, but just have. They're going to have to step up and have complete transparency and assurances to everybody that the money will always make it to you. We're not right. using we're not using your fans' pledge to pay for our phone bills and open yeah. a new office. Right, That's and they could get happening. that for pennies on the dollar, and they have that ECRM. They have that mass email list. And I could see getting an email from somebody, look, we've acquired Pledge Music's assets. You know, uh, I'm sorry about, you know, what's happened with them. You know, we'll let the you know bankruptcy court decide what the financial payout is. But we're building a better mousetrap here. And as you mentioned, we're building safeguards into it so this never happens again. Right. Let's build this community back up. I, I, I think that can happen. You think that could work? I think it can work. I hope it happens. I hope it works because I do too. As a fan, I want this, and yeah. as, as as a marketing person with bands, I want this as one of the tools in my toolbox that I can tell an artist, yeah, we could go out and do this if 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 you wanted to. Yeah, we could raise ten thousand dollars. We could raise fifty thousand dollars. I need that tool, and 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 I'm not saying that Kickstarter or Indiegogo aren't great because I've pledged and I've been involved with them but pledge music was only music it was built for musicians and artists and it was and, a community and interestingly enough so much to the point where even though big john hart security guard for musicians he was doing a book it was a little shoehorning to make a book we're not doing music. We're not delivering MP3s. We're not giving you an yeah. MP3 download. So, you know, again, the whole system was built for music. It could be used for other things, but it was so tailored to music. It was a community. It was a music community. Somebody told me it was like the new Tower Records, that you had to go in each week to kind of see what was in the end caps. What were, what were they promoting? And it was crazy to me because they had big name artists and then some that you hadn't heard from in years and years that wouldn't make sense at retail, right? Yep. I mean, I love record retail. Um, I'm a big supporter of indie record stores, but they can't carry one of everything that's ever been made. They have right. to be selective about their audience. And the thing about Pledge Music is whether you had an audience of 30 you had some super expensive, you know, I have another client who's got a huge box set. You know, that's not going to go into a lot of retail, but maybe Amazon, maybe mail order through some of these places. But Pledge was the perfect place for it because these hardcore fans, they're adults with credit cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I again, yeah. I hope I hope somebody out there is looking at this as a a – door opening for them to do a business on this yeah uh, i think and if I, anybody knows the inside story or would like to talk to us or if anybody has an idea to build a better mousetrap and may, maybe they're they're thinking of purchasing these assets you know reach out to us i would love to hear what what's going on behind the curtain yeah yeah definitely you know it's just it's sad you know this it, this, it this, this this was one where as much as 
my client and so many artists were getting screwed, I wanted this to pull pull through so badly because yeah. there was just so much that was great about this. Yeah. And and the fact that it just self-destructed is just is just terrible. And you know, again, as as for artists who are on pledge music right now, you've got a little clearer direction at this point. I mean, even you know, a week ago I'm advising my client we don't know if we should pull the plug yet because somebody might swoop in, buy them up, you get your money, and now you're you're on the hook for everything that the fans did pledge. We don't know if that was happening. We didn't know if bankruptcy was happening. You didn't know anything. So you kind of couldn't do much with your career. Right. Um, especially if, you know, you canceled your whole pledge effort and then they got saved but pledge had advanced you some of your monies already. Do you have to pay them back? Well, you know how pledge works. It's like the the first half, roughly, um, you get at street date, and then the rest you get after the uh, campaign ends and there's a reasonable period to sell through. You get the rest. And what's happened with you know a couple of my clients is they got the initial payment. Right. But there's a lot more as they close and, it and, out and, that they're getting and, screwed up. And that out of. initial payment is the has always been the question. You know, yes, because you successfully funded this, Pledge gave you an X percent of your payment up front immediately right away to get the business rolling, to get what you needed started. If Pledge goes, you know, there was always the questions. If Pledge goes bankrupt, do we have to pay that money back to anybody? Is anybody going to come knocking? Is the court going to knock on all of our doors and go? Oh my God, can you imagine? You know, hey, uh, we Insult need that. We need, we need that money. Well, and and again, and those partners we talked about. It's not. It the sad part is, they may not want to do it, but the courts legally are required. I have no idea. May not happen. Yeah. You may just that might be your money. Congratulations. Well, I think if you, you if you hear one thing out of this entire discussion is something you mentioned at the very top. Go in and get your data. Get your data right now. Get that email list that has all the addresses, all the contact information. You need to take care. Those are your hardcore best fans. You do not want to get them screwed. You 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 need to be you need to be ready to reach out to them at some point and say, "Okay, this is what happened. It's gone." Call your credit card company, dispute it, whatever you want. We're sorry. We are not releasing what was pledged. We're found option B. We're going down this route, but we're going to do X, Y, and Z to take care of you because you were there through the thick and thin of all of this. Yeah. And 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 that's really important. I mean, we've we've been discussing that with Big John Hart. It's like, all right, maybe for all these people who are now going to have to buy the book again, maybe they get a free autographed trading card or something like that sent to them as we're sorry, thank you very much right. for sticking with us. Um it's just you you know, a week ago we didn't know. Now you at least know it looks like it's going into bankruptcy, and this is what bankruptcy means. And it's a little more sure thing that uh, you're not making any money out of this that's going to, let's put it this way, you're not going to make the money you need out of this to fund whatever you were hoping to do. You might make a few bucks, but it's you can't do anything with it. Yeah. So it is now clear 
what is your plan B if you were on pledge? It's time to start looking at that option. Yeah, well, I still have my fingers crossed. I'm still hoping, I know it's a long shot, but that someone comes along and saves the day and sees this fire sale as an opportunity. I think I think once it goes into administration, if somebody comes in at the fire sale and buys it, they're buying the assets, but they have no responsibility yeah. to all of the. A girl can dream. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's it's a sad it's it's a sad development. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's it. Music Biz Weekly podcast. We're out of here for another week. As always. Leave us some reviews and ratings on iTunes. We would Thank you. greatly appreciate it. We'll see you next week.